Lauren. Hi, I'm Kelly. And welcome to The Millennial Minimalist. So today we're going to talk about our why. And um, Kelly and I actually don't know each other's why. We haven't previously discussed this, so I'm kind of excited to hear what you have to say. We have a shared mission uh, with our podcast, but we have a different why on on basically why we want to be minimalists. And yeah, so you can start. So I'll start. Okay, so ironically enough, I was watching a TED Talk last night on Simon Sinek. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yes, I love him. He wrote the book, Start With Why. Yes. And then Kelly messaged me today. She's like, we should do a podcast on our why. And I was like, that's really interesting because I would, and then I downloaded the book today. But anyway, so he says that we usually work from the outside in. So we have what we do, we have how we do it, and then the last part is why. And he said that you should work from the inside out. You should start with why and then figure out how to do it and then figure out what. So for instance, I sell real estate. That's what I do. How do I do it? I list people's properties and I help them find properties to rent or buy. Why do I do it? Most people, why they have their job is income. But I, I could go further to say, um, had I started with why, it could be, I love meeting new people, I love helping them find a new home. How do I do it? I list their properties, I do showings, I take them on showings. What do I do? I sell real estate. So he talks about, instead of working in, start with the center and work out. So I, I asked myself, um, why do I, why do I want to be a minimalist or why do I aspire to this or why do I practice this? And why do you love doing this so much? Yeah, why do I love doing it? <laughs> and my why was, I'm a minimalist because I know that there is a lot more to life than stuff. And there is a lot more to life than working and paying bills and shopping and furnishing a home and buying new cars and clothes. And I want a life where I can develop skills, learn how to sail, play the piano, where I can travel, explore new places. I can spend time with friends and family and have close and meaningful relationships where I can read, relax, think, and write. So if you get so caught up in this world of materialism, it can consume you. And you literally spend your entire life working and consuming and you get to the end and you have nothing to show for it. Your cars and your flat screen TVs are not going to be in the hospital room with you when you take your last breath. Who's going to be there is your friends and family and the people's lives that you have touched and made a difference in. How do I do this? I do it by being intentional with what I spend my money on and what I own, not having more than I need, use or enjoy, and by being intentional with my time, not always feeling the need to work, but to do other things. Um, And what is it that I do? I guess this is called minimalism, which we've recently termed. And I think that my definition for minimalism is figuring out the minimal amount of possessions you need to thrive. So that's my why. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Uh, And for me, the reason why I decided to kind of hop on this train, so to speak, is to de-stress, but also to focus on the most meaningful things to me and beyond possessions. Possessions don't mean anything. It's all, for me, it's all about experience. And that's why we've labeled this podcast about live with less and experience more. Okay, so what are those things? Um, Time with friends, uh, time doing things that make me happy, like passion projects. Time, I honestly, one of my favorite things to do is just to connect with people. And that is one of the 
biggest um, biggest things when it comes to finding happiness in your life is a sense of connection and I find that a sense of connection cannot be found uh, through uh, possessions yeah 100% and, uh, uh, especially with uh, relationships you know the best relationships um, are founded on true deep connections um, yeah and you know you're not you're never going to get as much out of a friendship that is superficial or like we we're talking about in the other podcast at different levels of friends like if your friendship is based around material things mm-hmm. then you're never going to have that deep sense of connection. i know and i think a lot of people they have friendships like that but they don't actually realize it or step back and think about it i mean it goes back to our podcast uh, i think i believe it's called minimalism and relationships I, I categorize relationships into three categories it's just a way of i mean identifying if there is any toxicity in your life that's not helping you in any way and um, so you you need to be aware of that I struggle with if I don't feel that I care to spend time with someone I'm feel like I'm too nice to tell that person like even if a friend's like oh let's hang out and I'm like I I don't really have that valuable of a conversation with you but I don't want to be mean like what, what would be your Sometimes you have to have those tough conversations. What I've learned today is, I mean, I've learned the power of saying no. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's so hard. But you come to realize, I think everybody in this world needs to realize that anybody who gravitates to your energy, like they want to hang out with you. And you can't hang out with everybody. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to connect with everybody. No, you're so not. unfortunately, you're going to have to have those tough conversations where you have to say no. But... Um, but yeah, so actually like going back to my why, um, I feel like in the past year, I've gotten a, lot, a rid of a lot of stuff. And I would say that when I wasn't making a lot of money in the past, I learned how to be deliberate with my spending habits. And I think that that was a massive blessing for me um, to have to go through those university days where you're living on nothing and you have to be very very frugal I mean I I paid for my education so I had to be very aware of what I was doing um so being able to be hyper aware um it really helped me like yeah figure out like hey do I need this like is this a need do and the reason why I never really had a lot of stuff so to speak is because I only needed one of everything I didn't need anything beyond what was essential and what I needed and However, then I started, you know, making more money in my career and I realized, wow, like you'll go and you'll shop and you'll buy certain things because you feel like, oh, wow, like I now have the flexibility to afford that. Like it's okay. But I actually realized that I collected more items in my home that I didn't need. You need, I was just going to ask, once you graduate, you go into the corporate world and you're making good money. Yeah. Do you, like I, I found that the more money I made, the I was less intentional with my purchases because Correct. you just you you kind of have that flexibility and it's like, oh, I kind of like this and who what it's not that much money. Like it's not really gonna make a difference. Why wouldn't I buy it? Yes, exactly. Um, but the 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 tr- the problem with that is obviously you're collecting more stuff. And what I've done in this the past I would say the past six months, I've slowly taken items out of my house on a daily basis and every single day I've I've felt lighter I I feel 
more calm and more clarity in my mind. But I wanted to reinforce in this uh, podcast episode that our why, our, our, our purpose behind this podcast is not to influence you to be frugal. Like, I really want yeah. to throw that out there. We're not telling you to be cheap and to stop buying. We're telling you... Or to stop working. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Or, or to stop working and, 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 and struggle more so you don't buy too much stuff that you don't need. Uh, what we're trying to influence is to be more intention your, t- intentional with your life. And one of the ways to do that is to find more value in the stuff that you already own. Yeah, I like that. And then, you know, it's like go into, let's say, all your t-shirts, all your pants. You can start with your, with your clothing, all your shoes. I always thought like, oh, you know, I only have one pair of running shoes. And I always thought, oh, that's, that's, that's odd. Like, I should have more. Like, it's so much stylish to have more. But I'm like, but I only need this pair. I mean, I have another pair for tennis, but I'm like, I only need this pair. Like, why do I need more? I can replace this pair in six, eight months, I, or, or a year, or two years, I don't need to have multiple shoes in multiple colors. Again, it goes back to your storing that in space that costs you a costs lot. you a lot of money. Yeah. You know what's so funny? A couple of years ago, I fell, like I tripped going upstairs, and mm-hmm. I ripped the, like I fell on my knee, and I ripped my jeans. And I was I was at work and I'm like oh I I ripped my jeans I'm like so sad and everyone or my boss was like yeah but wait you have like four or five pairs of jeans I'm like no I only have one and three or four people all stopped and looked at me they're like you only own one pair of jeans I'm like yeah now they're ripped so I don't have any jeans okay my jaw's dropping right now because I'm actually shocked too (laughs) yeah most people yeah I've only ever worn had one pair of jeans one pair of black pants keeping in mind Lauren's wardrobe is quite dressy yeah that's that's true that's true but I wear jeans a lot I'm wearing jeans right now um but no it's just so funny like like with running shoes actually I have a pair of running shoes that I work out in and then I have a pair of tennis shoes I stay out and play tennis in so I guess that could count as two, but... But that's a good way of starting. So thinking about, like, what is essential? What is something that I actually use? And what don't I use? And rid it from your life. And another thing which I don't think a lot of people do is... You'll... Say you start golfing, and then you buy all the golf equipment. And then (laughs) five... You know, it's been five years, and you haven't golfed in five years. Yeah. You should sell that golf equipment. Right, you have to think about again what my goals. Like think about your goals is 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 this something that I want to keep doing? Make that decision. It's all decision making too and it can be so challenging. It is hard. Well, it's discipline. Like you have yeah. to be disciplined to go through your stuff regularly, to sell stuff you're not using or donate it, mm-hmm. um to make sure you're not buying stuff you don't need or yeah. overbuying. Like these things take discipline. Because they spend billions of dollars on marketing to get us to buy stuff we don't need and to buy too much. Yeah. Um, but And think of your life right now. Like, if you have skates and you skate in the winter, that's fine. But if you haven't skated in three or four years, then maybe you should sell the skates or donate them. Like, being a minimalist or figuring out your why, it's not just a one-time go through your stuff, mm-hmm. stop spending money. Like, you really have to be... It's like lifestyle. Like... You know, you have to exercise and eat healthy mm-hmm. consistently to maintain your health. And same with um, keeping, you know, your home in order and keeping your possessions to what is applicable to your life right now. 
And it, I, I would say I would argue that uh, living this lifestyle, so to speak, has helped me become more decisive. Like, oh, good. Yeah, I'm indecisive. <laughs> Even at restaurants, like ordering. Oh, really? I feel like I always have to go find the waitress and be like, I changed my mind. <laughs> really? I don't find that with you. Oh, uh, that's interesting. I, I just, I mean, if you run through your house and you have to make decisions on what to keep and what not to keep, it's a, it's a good way to become a better decision maker. Of course, at the end of the day, it's better to make a decision than, not be, than, be, to, than to be indecisive, right? Um, which obviously improves other areas of your life as well. So, so yeah, it's about, it's, it's not, and it's, you know, it's, it's not just about chucking all the material possessions in your house, um, uh, but it's about getting rid of excess, um, and, 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 and you'll know what makes you happy after that. You'll oh, learn. hundred percent. You'll learn. I mean, uh, again, every day I'm like, wow, like, I feel like I'm getting closer to my goals because all of this noise around me is not there anymore. People do not realize the detriment that physical possessions have on your life. They also take up so much of your time. So so much of your... Like, your entire weekend will be dedicated to cleaning and going through stuff and taking care of stuff if you, if you don't figure things out. I always say to my mother, I'm like, hey, like, mom, you should come downtown. Uh, we'll go for a walk. Um, we'll go by the water. We'll go to a movie. We'll go for dinner. And she's like, oh, yeah, that all sounds wonderful. But I have so much to do, you know. Every day, every time I call her, I have so much to organize, so much to clean. It's like, imagine, like, I, I'd argue that <laughs> the majority of stuff that you're organizing is stuff that you don't need or use on a daily basis. It's like you're organizing stuff that just sits there every it's day. It's crazy. You know what it's I was your thinking? Time. People who have houses, like we live in condos, I feel like they spend their Monday to Friday making money to pay for the house, Correct. and then Saturday and Sunday they spend maintaining the house, doing the gardens, cutting the grass, washing the windows, cleaning it. It like Their whole life is just this house. So, just from um, recently driving around, maybe one day I will own a home. It will be very low maintenance. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just things you don't think about. Like, you work all week to pay for your place, and then you spend all weekend washing the floors and organizing stuff and doing laundry, and then you're back to work on Monday. So, you know, what? it's nice to actually sit down and think about this stuff because a lot of people aren't even aware of their own behavior. That is so fascinating. Yeah, it is. You're like, hey, like, where am I? How much time am I putting into this? It's crazy. And think about that. Like, I'm, I'm telling our listeners now. Like, think about how much time you spend on cleaning, organizing your place. If that's a lot of time, like, try to cut it down and figure out, like, hey, like, where else would I like to spend that time? Yeah. What is your why? Like, right when you're done this podcast, write out your why and. Uh, the biggest thing for me is that uh, there's so many things I want to do in my life. I like there's so many things I want to learn, like take cooking classes and mm-hmm. sail and play the piano and yeah. see my friends and and just relax. I just yeah. want to take a bath and read a book, and that's it. I don't want to spend all afternoon picking up dry cleaning mm-hmm. and doing laundry and cleaning rooms I don't spend time in. Like right. I just want to relax. Yeah, and that's like the beauty of life, which you can lose if you get caught up in this materialistic world of consumption. 
And there are so many experiences you can have that actually don't cost anything. That don't cost anything. Like, Kelly and I were at a cooking class at Williams-Sonoma on Sunday morning. So, Williams-Sonoma is, like, this really cool... uh, it's this really cool uh, like retail store. store. They have yeah. a ton of kitchen supplies. It's all over North America. Yeah, all over North America. Uh, I think, it, is it just North America? Maybe it's in Europe, yeah. too. I don't uh, know. But. And, yeah, they have these amazing free cooking classes. Like, who knew? You're like, wow. Like, you get a full, you get, like, literally a full meal. Yeah, and the guy was so nice. Yeah, instructor was hilarious. And it's, like, those experiences that you can talk about and you can share, like... I mean, there's there's something great about turning up the music in your house and cleaning your house. There's nothing wrong oh, with that. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just don't spend your entire Sunday doing that. <laughs> no, or else you have too much stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I think, do you have anything else? Yeah, I do. So also I wanted to speak on, I think it was, I believe it was, oh yes, The Soul of Money. So I, okay. I spoke on that book uh, Before, on a previous yeah. episode. I, 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 it was a short book review and I remember something from that book that was really really interesting so the author talks about how there are things in our life that you know can make our lives easier and you know get us places faster for example you can take an uber rather than walk the street home yeah you can order coffee on an app without having to speak with a barista. Oh, All yeah. these things that you can do. I thought you were going to say Uber. I'm like, do people get coffee delivered by Uber Eats? Because <laughs> that's going too far. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Sometimes Sorry. they have like pop-up ice cream things, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the problem with those things is, yes, they may ease your life and help 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 get you places faster etc i know what you're gonna say you are you're gonna say but what are they taking away but what do you yeah what is being taken away what's being taken away is a beautiful walk in the park the beauty around you that you see every day an amazing conversation with a barista who may have an incredible story to share yeah it's like all these it's it's actually just going out there and and doing things on your own, like minimize that. You were saying, like you don't take Ubers often. I'm like not a big Uber only person. take one that it, when you have to. And like if you need to rush and get that coffee ordered, and and you don't want to wait in line, yeah, do it. But there's something beautiful about just experiencing like the beauty that comes out of everyday life. You get more out of life by doing those things that we used to do before yeah. all of this noise. I mean, I used to argue. I used to say. Oh, I wish I was born in the 1960s. Easier Honestly, <laughs> every generation has its own Issues, set of problems. Sure. And it's like, oh, I wish I was born in the olden days. Well, if you're getting a cavity filled without oh, yeah. freezing, yeah, we're I, lucky. I bet you you <laughs> did not wish you were born in the olden days. So This is true, Lauren. This is true. This is true. So, yeah, that was really, really nice to talk about our why. I mean, I think what we want to... We want to inspire you to think about your why and write down your goals. And then from there, think about, hey, how can I uh, declutter uh, my, my life in terms of what's around me, uh, relationships, etc. And yeah, I mean, you can call it whatever you want. You don't need to call yourself a, a minimalist. Uh, you can just start simplifying your life. Honestly, you don't... It's, I, I hate I hate when people think oh minimalism it's like 
you know, it's kind of like a cult. It's like something. Yeah, people. It's very... not. It's a lifestyle. It's just appreciating principles from this lifestyle and applying it to your life if you feel like it, it can add value to you. Yeah, that's really well said. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Okay. All right. So, anything to add, Lauren? Um, no, I would just write down your why. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. Is.